I begin my homily today with a question. If you were Satan, what would you do? I hope no one's offended by that question. If you were the devil, what would you do? Keep in mind what Satan's goal is. The goal of Satan is to take souls to hell, as many as he possibly can. If that were your personal goal, that's what you were ultimately trying to achieve in your life, what would be the steps you'd take to get there? Personally, I would attack the human race like I would attack a house. If I wanted to get that house to fall, I'd go after the foundation. That means I would go after the family, because the family is the foundation of every society. I submit to you that's exactly what Satan has done, especially in the last 60 years or so. And we have to be honest about it, my brothers and sisters. He's done a pretty good job. In fact, he's corrupted the minds of so many people on this point that many men and women today don't even know what the normal standard for family life is anymore. For anybody who might be confused on that matter this morning, the norm is one man and one woman bound together in a lifelong commitment of marriage along with their children, natural or adopted. Every study I've ever read has made clear that the traditional nuclear family is the best and the healthiest environment in which to raise children. Which is precisely why Satan's going after it. It's precisely why Satan's trying to destroy it through things like infidelity and contraception which makes infidelity easier and more common. And divorce, and the promotion of alternative living arrangements, like the living together phenomenon. Most couples today live together before marriage. It also through so-called gay marriage. This is Satan's anti-family strategy, which as I said earlier, is working. But the good news is, it's only working because we're allowing it to work. Remember, the devil has no power over us save the power that we give to him. Which leads to the obvious question, I think, how can we change things? How can we reverse the trend? How can we undermine Satan's plans for taking souls to hell through the destruction of family life? Or to put it in a more positive way, what can we do to strengthen family life? which is and always will be the foundation of our society. As I reflected on that in preparation for this homily, three words came to my mind. Faith, fidelity, and forgiveness. Faith, fidelity, and forgiveness. All three words begin with F, like family, so hopefully they'll be easy to remember. To strengthen family life in general, and our individual families in particular, we need to promote and practice those three realities, faith, fidelity, and forgiveness. First, faith. A family that's united in a common commitment to Almighty God is a family that's united in a common belief system, especially a common belief system concerning what's right and what's wrong. And that can go a long way in achieving family harmony. For example, if everybody in your family believes that lying is wrong, and stealing is wrong, and cheating is wrong, and disobeying legitimate authority is wrong, 
That'll make a big difference in what goes on in your home. Everybody be on the same page, so to speak, in terms of their personal morality, because everyone will have the same ultimate divine authority in their life. Which brings us to fidelity. Fidelity is faithfulness. Faithfulness especially toward one another in tough times. How many marriages and families break up these days when things begin to get tough? In some families nowadays, there's little or no desire to work at relationships, and you have to work at relationships, marriage, family life, especially. I've heard of parents, supposedly Catholic parents, who threaten their daughters, their pregnant, unwed teenage daughters, unless their daughters get an abortion. What kind of support is that? What kind of fidelity is that? Support, fidelity to another person, means encouraging that person to do the right thing, and then helping them to follow through on their intention. Doesn't mean condoning sin of any kind, but it does involve giving emotional and spiritual guidance and support to the sinner. In this case, the sinner in the family. Which brings us to the final necessary component for the restoration of family life, and that's forgiveness. No marriage survives, as many of you know, without forgiveness. No family survives without it. No interpersonal relationship whatsoever survives without it. Unforgiveness is at the root of every family breakup. Every family breakup. Which is why the two most common sentences that are uttered in the home of a healthy family are the sentences, I'm sorry and I forgive you. So there you have it. Faith, fidelity, and forgiveness. Three components of a strong family life. But since this is the case, it shouldn't surprise us in the least that the Holy Family exhibited each of these qualities in their interpersonal relationships. Number one, faith. They definitely shared the same belief system and the same morality. They believed in the Ten Commandments, as we all should. Without question, they showed fidelity to one another, especially in the tough times. Think of the faithfulness of our Blessed Mother, for example, in following her son even to the cross. Think of the faithfulness of Joseph in guiding and protecting Mary and Jesus in the flight to Egypt and back. Think of the faithfulness of Mary and Joseph to Jesus in today's Gospel story, finding of our Lord in the temple. They were not going to stop looking for their son until he was safely back with them. And finally, forgiveness. Since neither Jesus nor Mary ever committed a sin, there was nothing to forgive there. But the very fact that they never committed any sin means they never committed the sin of unforgiveness, which means they always forgave Joseph when he needed to be forgiven, which probably wasn't too often. But they did it immediately. I'll conclude my homily this morning with a little prayer to the Holy Family that I came across a few years ago. I think it ties in with much of what I've said in this homily. I pray it in the name of the families represented here at this Mass and all our parish families. Jesus, Son of God and Son of Mary, bless our family. Graciously inspire in us the unity, peace, and mutual love 
that you found in your own family in the little town of Nazareth. Mary, mother of Jesus and our mother, nourish our family with your faith and your love. Keep us close to your son Jesus in all our sorrows and joys. Joseph, foster father to Jesus, guardian and spouse of Mary, keep our family safe from harm. Help us in all times of discouragement or anxiety. Holy Family of Nazareth, make our family one with you. Help us to be instruments of peace. Grant that love, strengthened by grace, may prove mightier than all the weaknesses and trials through which our families sometimes pass. May we always have God at the center of our hearts and homes until we are all one family, happy and at peace, in our true home with you. Amen. <laughs>